Cairo. Feast. Take a bite out of Dr. Jeff's wisdom so you can pay it forward. Come and get it. Cairo Feast is online and we are ready to serve. And today, you know, I think I'm just going to vomit up some philosophy. So I'm just feeling that everybody needs a little bit of a a daily dose here of philosophy. And so I am going to share with you a recording that I did of me with my interns. So I had four interns uh, sitting around my round table in my private office and, um, I just went off and uh, just fed him some good old-fashioned philosophy that is applicable to practice. So please enjoy this and apply it, and I I hope you get some good nuggets out of this. Um, So be ready, be eager, and learn and absorb. Enjoy. All right, you guys. So um, today, I'm not sure where this is going today. Um, Such is my life. I don't know what's going to happen. I just show up and then uh, God directs it, right? So um, I think I wanted to share today a little bit of what has happened in in just the last like 48 hours with a couple different patients. And I, you know, sometimes uh, with these podcasts, I just need to vent. I need to express myself and I need, I don't need, I want to express myself in a way that people can then hear what I am thinking and sharing and experiencing. And I hope that it has some kind of an effect or some kind of a, a benefit to the people that hear. And, and here's the thing. So um, I've got four of you young docs sitting in front of me, young uh, interns ready to become doctors. And we do not agree on everything. Okay, so we, that's where we start is it's okay for your philosophy to be slightly different than mine or, you know, whatever. It's okay that we don't have the exact same opinions on how to adjust a femur, okay? Who cares? But each of us should be sitting at this table willing to take in information and thoughts and conversation and chew on it. Okay, you don't instantly need to change your mind or agree with me, but chew on it and think about it and then apply what what I say and what we talk about to your own practice and your own interactions with other people. And slowly but surely over time, you continue to develop your philosophy on everything, everything from life and marriage and, you know, uh, politics and chiropractic and health and you know everything in your life is a developmental process and then you get old and you finally have it all figured out right and then you go to be with Jesus <laughs> who, who really has it all figured out so um, so we're just going to talk about a few a few people so one thing I want to share with you is the fact that uh, we do some marketing uh, here called team doc we, we sponsor teams and if, if any of our listeners are chiropractors and you're interested in, in if, bottom line, if you're interested in having more kids, more families, and more athletes in your practice, you have to be doing Team Doc. You got to be uh, one of our, 
one of our members uh, with Big Fish Team Doc because that's what we get. We go out and we find kids, families, and athletes to fill our practice with because that's what we love. Uh, we love to help little little kids and babies all the way up to you know professional athletes and Olympic athletes. And but our bread and butter is just it's the family, right? It's just the family. So. I had a new patient uh, a couple nights ago. I, I think I told you, a few of you about this person. She's 42 years old and she had zero symptoms. So she came and filled out paperwork and she wrote one line. She checked like zero boxes. And that's a little weird for a 42 year old. Usually they got, you know, five or six boxes at least that they check, you know, out of the 200 boxes on the intake forms. She checked no boxes. She wrote one line and it was, just like to see how I'm doing. No symptoms, no nothing. And she's 42. So I'm like, okay. So I, I would venture to say that a lot of chiropractors won't even know really what to do with that. Well, think about it. I mean, if they went to a medical clinic and you had zero you know, symptoms, zero problems, you, you walk into the ER or urgent care, well, what's wrong? What's your problem? You have to lose your health in order to enter the healthcare system in this crazy, stupid system that we have, right? And chiropractors have followed suit. We've followed that same stupid model. So people have to, you know, come in with a complaint? No, not in my office. In my office, I was excited to see her and she was like, I just want to see how I'm doing. Okay, great, awesome. So we, I got to know her and um, you know, got to ask her about her childhood and what she liked to do when she was a kid. Found out that she was a dancer, uh, she was a gymnast, and she ran track and field. And she was very physically fit, uh, this 42-year-old. She has two, uh, two boys. And uh, that play soccer. She never played a lick of soccer in her life, um, but her boys love soccer. And so that's how we met. I sponsored the soccer team. And uh, anyway, long story short, we took x-rays. You know, and actually, when I was feeling her neck, I, I, I was up by her head and I, I was feeling her neck. And I came around. I, I didn't even say anything, but I walked around so I could look her straight in the eyes. And I said, when was your car accident? She said, well, I haven't been in a car accident. I said, you haven't been in a car accident? She's like, no. I said, well, you're going to be interested to see what your x-rays look like. I'm glad we're taking your x-rays in a few minutes. She's like, really? Why? I go, because the curve in your neck is horrible. It's not right. And she's like, huh, okay. I mean, my neck doesn't really hurt. Now, when I was doing range of motion, it was a little limited, maybe 15, 20%. And I pointed that out to her, although she didn't know any different because it had slowly gotten a little bit worse over time. But to her, it was just normal because it didn't hurt. But it wasn't as good as, I mean, I was doing the motions with her as I demonstrated and I had much better range of motion than her and I'm 10 years older than she is. So then we went and we took x-rays. And, and what did we see? We saw a completely reversed cervical curve. I mean, it was literally bent right in the center at like C4, C5. 
And not only that, but it was degenerated significantly. Okay, that's what I wasn't expecting. And I showed it to her. Now, I haven't done the report of findings with her yet. But I always give people a little bit of a uh, carrot when we take the x-rays because they're kind of interested. What, what do they look like, you know? And so I always give a little bit of a carrot and I showed it to her. And I said, your neck is not supposed to be curved this direction. It's supposed to be curved the opposite direction. And you're not supposed to have these big hooks and dangling off the edge of these vertebrae. It's not supposed to look like that. And then I pointed above, like three levels above, I said, it's supposed to look like this. Look how beautiful this bone is. It's perfect. Look how thick this disc is. It's perfect. It's like the disc of a 32-year-old, not a 42-year-old. It's much better. But look at this one. That's not the disc and a joint of a 42-year-old. That's a disc and a joint of a 65-year-old. And I, I said, I'm not saying that to like scare you. I'm just saying that it's, it just is what it is. Do you see it? She's like, yeah, yeah, I see that. And I pointed to the chart on my wall that shows the different phases. So I was not expecting to see your neck in phase three, but that's where it is. Next time I see you, I am going to talk to you and I'm going to be very direct and, and blunt with you about where this is going to be 20 years from now if you do nothing about your neck. So... Just be prepared. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you, okay? And that's what I think every doctor should be is honest with you. So, and she was, you know, she's not like, oh, goody. I mean, who's going to look at you and go, oh, yay, good. That's awesome. How fun. And she was a little bummed out. And I looked at her and I, I could tell she was a little bummed out. She's like, oh, great, one more thing. You know, she's the mom of the family and running this family and running all over the place. She's like, yeah, one more thing. Yeah, I get it. But it's one more thing that she needs to know about. If it was a tumor in her kidney, do you think she'd want to know about it? Heck yeah. See, so she could take care of it, right? So should she want to know about this degenerative change in her neck? Yeah, because if I don't say anything... And this is where it's on you guys. It's on you, 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 you. It's, it's on all of us. If we don't say something and if we don't tell the truth, shame on us. Shame on us. Now, you can figure out whatever kind of a care plan you want. I'm going to present a, a corrective care plan to her, probably 72 adjustments, that she correct this as well as we can correct it. You know, we're not going to remove the spurs out of her neck but we're going to do everything we can in 72 visits to get this to change so that it doesn't advance and get worse because I care about how she's going to be when she's 62 and then 82 and I know if I don't do my job well and and get her under care and get the number of adjustments in that it's going to it's going to be bad she's going to be miserable and so it's my job to educate her well and influence her in the right direction but it all starts with a person sitting there saying, no pain, no symptoms. I got nothing, but you know, I'm here to see how I'm doing. Okay, so have the guts, have the cojones to take the picture and educate and talk about it and be direct, okay? That's not my gift. I have developed that gift because I'm not a confrontational kind of person. I'm more of an introvert. And I just want people to be happy. That makes it even harder. 
Okay, if you think this is easy for me, I'm an introvert that just wants to make people happy. And so it's not easy when I have to be an extrovert and say, you got a problem, this is it, and be confrontational about how many visits it's gonna take, and know that she's not gonna be happy about the news that I'm giving her. <laughs> that's just so anti my personality, right? But I know I have to do this because that's what God has developed for me. This is, this is the mission that God has given me. I need to do this. With knowledge comes responsibility. So present it, speak it, talk it. And if I don't, shame on me, then I'm being disobedient to the creator of the universe. Because this is what I do. So that was one. Here's another one, okay? So I don't know what the, what the theme is for today. Maybe it's confrontation, uh, I don't know. But I had a, uh, another gentleman in here this morning. His name was Rick. Rick is a bad patient. Plain and simple. Rick sucks at taking care of himself. He's 67 years old. Um, he's been a patient of mine for probably 15 to 20 years. Never does what I tell him to do. And here he is now. Um, here he is now in my office with neck problems, neck pain, and um, and he's not, he's not understanding what he needs to do to, in order to get his spine better. And so I knew I had an old x-ray of him, okay? Um, and so I pulled it up and I sat him down. And while he was uh, on the roller table, um, you know, uh, relaxing for a few minutes, I was pulling his x-rays up and I blew it up really big. And I sat him down and I said, Rick, look at your neck. Do you see this really good joint down here? This is awesome. That's a 45 year old uh, joint, <laughs> okay? I mean, that's how good it is. Look at this one. That's an 80 year old joint. Degenerated disc, arthritis, cloudy, full of calcification. I said, your body's trying to fuse that joint. It's going through the process of stabilizing the joint. It's doing what it needs to do to help your nervous system. And now you feel like crap because it's doing this. But if you don't, you know, so the one thing is we got to get you, you know, feeling a little bit better. So it's going to take us a month or two to do that. And you got to be in here a lot, but you need to take care of yourself by getting a regular adjustment. And he's, one of the reasons he's a bad patient is he's cheap. He doesn't want to spend money. He's like, I'm pretty healthy. I'm overall really healthy. I go, you're 67. I don't care how good a shape you're in right now. You are now in the window of the time in your life when there's stuff that goes wrong. If there's a time in your life to not be cheap on what insurance you have to take care of yourself, because he's got the bottom of the barrel, cheap insurance. He's got the crappiest insurance and it's through Medicare, but it's a replacement plan. It's terrible, it's awful. It doesn't cover regular chiropractic care or regular physical therapy. I mean, it probably covers you know other medical things if there's like emergencies, but for the stuff that keeps you moving and grooving and, and healthy, it covers nothing. I go, you have no coverage in my office. You need a better plan. Yeah, but they're expensive. Yeah, and now's the time to actually invest in insurance that covers you or just pay out of your pocket. I mean, I don't, I don't care which it is, but you gotta take care of yourself. This is, is not going away in your neck. I can't undo it. All I can do is take care of you and teach you 
to do a regular adjustment to take care of yourself so that this doesn't get worse because it will. And that's just the way this goes. And you're no different, Rick, than anybody else um, that is in, in your same age group. In fact, I told him, I said, you're in probably the top 20%. Your, your neck is actually better than 80% of America in your age group. So it's not, it's not terrible, but everybody's dealing with this. If you line up 100 people the same age as you, they all have this stuff. You can't stop this. You just need to do something about it and manage it. You need to work out. You need to brush your teeth. You need to go for walks. You need to eat good. You need to get adjusted. You need to do things in order to help yourself enjoy the last, whatever, 25% of your life. This chapter of your life. Invest in it. What are you going to save your money for? Can't take it with you. Enjoy being here. What do you want to do? Do you want to travel? Do you want to wrestle with your grandkids? Do you want to, you know, uh, do more exercise and enjoy yourself more and, and be active? Well, yeah. Well, how's that supposed to happen if you're not taking care of yourself? You know, if you just want to lay on a couch and, and be sedentary and watch TV and eat popcorn, you know, then you can just do whatever. You don't have to take care of yourself. But if you want to enjoy the last you know, quarter of your life, then you better do something. You need to talk to patients that way. You need to, because, and he knows it came from my heart. It came from right in here, my gut. I mean, and I looked at him, I said, I'm not that far from you. You know, I'm, I'm 52, you're 67. I'm, I'm coming up on that. I gotta, I'm looking in the mirror telling myself the same thing. I need to get in for massage more frequently. Okay, everybody around here is like, you know, trying to get me in for a massage more regularly. I don't know what that says. Maybe I'm grouchy. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, you know, I need to take my own medicine this way. I need to, you know, exercise more, stretch more. I know I need to stretch more. I know I need to, you know, take my vitamins uh, more regularly and things like that. And I get adjusted uh, twice a week. Um, I got to do the same things that I'm telling other people to do. Does that make sense? So... 90% of chiropractors won't have the hard conversations. That's the difference. So how do you want to practice? How do you want to live your life? How do you want to run your business? Do you want to just, you know, take the uh, low-hanging fruit, the people that are in a lot of pain, and get them feeling a little bit better? And you don't have to have these conversations with those people. They hurt. I had a new patient here last night. She was a nine. She circled the nine. I looked at her. I'm like, you're a nine. And this gal came from a team doc uh, talk as well. Okay, so complete opposite to the 42-year-old. Now, this gal is also like in her uh, late 30s. She was a nine. Okay. I don't have to do much to, to get a nine to start care. That's easy. But when somebody's sitting there and they've got a zero, you got to educate. But the zero needs to be here just as much as the nine. They both need to be here. You better be ready. That's why you can't have a script for chiropractic report of findings. I mean, you just got to tell the truth. You got to understand the truth. You got to be exposed to it so they can learn it. And then it's got to come out of your mouth. But there's, there's 150 different scripts 
for 150 different scenarios of people because they're all different, right? But both people and all people need to be under your care. All people. I don't care who they are. Everybody needs a chiropractor. It's like everybody needs a dentist, right? So if you don't believe that, then, then there's a whole other problem. We got issues. We can sit down for a long time and talk about it. Um, but everybody needs to be under your care, period, at some level, right? So um, the problem is, you know, there's, a, there's kind of a built-in laziness. And that, it's not just chiropractors. It's financial planners. You think they don't have, like, the easy plans? They got the easy plans that are easy to sell, you know, and the, the easy money for them to make. Or they can actually do a really good job of keeping your best interests in mind. But that's the top 15% of the financial planners. And those are the ones you want to go to. Just like you want to go to the 15% of chiropractors that are going to tell the truth. Right? And you, you want to do the same with the, uh, the person that cuts your hair. Or the person that's the mechanic looking at your car. You want the person that can explain it. Why you need these new parts. Why you need to do this uh, maintenance work on your car. If somebody can explain it and tell me the why behind it, then I can feel it and I can know that it's right. Okay? So it's in all professions. Don't be one of the lazy 90%. Be one of the 10% that can be direct and tell the truth. All right. Good enough for today? All right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening in to my little powwow with the interns. I hope you got something out of this. I hope you can take something. We don't have to agree. That's how we started talking about it today. We don't have to agree on exactly the exact same things in, in practice and in philosophies of life, et cetera, et cetera. But if you got something out of this, share this. You know, uh, Share it with other people to get people to just think and to try and think a little bit differently sometimes. So please share the podcast. Um, as always, uh, I just ask that you stay hungry. Stay willing to learn and keep feeding yourself. And as always, pay it forward. Cairo Feast.